Good afternoon, Packers fans. Welcome to your Packers Daily Chat live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Thursday. Packers back on the practice field earlier today. Some encouraging news on the injury front. Christian Watson out there with pads. That's encouraging. Still in the concussion protocol, but it's good to see that he's out there practicing. Elton Jenkins makes his return. On the downside, uh, David Bakhtiari, two days in a row not practicing. That's uh, less than ideal. Um, Devondre Campbell not practicing again. As I have pretty much said since Monday, I'll be very surprised if he plays on Sunday. Alan Lazard, though, has been out there in a limited capacity for both practices so far this week. So hopefully he's trending in the right direction to join the offense on Sunday in what is shaping up to be a save-the-season type game for the Green Bay Packers and birthday boy. Matt LaFleur. Want to give a shout out to Matt on his birthday. It is his birthday. Happy birthday, Matt. All eyes are on you, buddy. This is uh this has got to be it. This has got to be where the turnaround begins on Sunday in Detroit. And look, I, I think there's been a, a reveal here. The Packers offense on Sunday in Buffalo. And I understand all the context. I get the ideas about, well, they were taken out of what they wanted to do because Christian Watson got hurt on the first series and we still got to push the ball downfield etc i understand all that but man they found a way of working on offense with that run game and the ability to move guys up front i showed that they can run against a too high shell something they've seemingly been either reticent or unwilling to do if they can do that start opening up that play action game they'll be cooking with gas here's hoping we see a lot more of that sunday in detroit although my fear is because Detroit has such a very, very historically bad defense and is very suspect along uh, the secondary that Matt and Aaron, as they want to do, will say, let's spread it out. Let's go to work. And then I fear for the Packers' lives. But we shall see how that transpires. Hello to everyone in the comments. So good to see everybody. Hope you're all doing well this fine afternoon. Ryan starts us right off. Very first chat is a super chat. Thank you, Ryan. Hi, Nagler. The reason why I believe it'll be Rodgers last year in Green Bay is that he stated that he didn't want to be part of a rebuild, and it's time for Goody and Murphy to pull the Band-Aid off. Yeah, I I understand that sentiment, and you're right. He has made that statement, but as we have seen in the NFL, things can change very fast, and I would not be surprised if, especially given that he is under contract for what is really at least one more year with fully, you know, big-time guaranteed money, um, and then even after that, there's an, you know two additional years, one of which is uh, pretty substantial still. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he and Mark and Goody sat down in the offseason and said, OK, look, how can we adjust this contract and or make some moves to make one last final push? Now, I don't know if that's, uh, you know, <laughs> the, the, where their differing ideas might be on what that looks like. But um I can't imagine Aaron Rodgers just walking away from 50 million plus guaranteed, which is what he'd be doing if he retired. And he also knows that if he retires, it puts the Packers in a real tough spot as far as uh, their salary cap. I mean, it will not be pretty if he retires this offseason. But we'll see. You could be right. You could absolutely be right. TKM's here. Good to see you at your post, buddy. Thanks for joining me. Ed Pierce, thanks for the super chat. Confucius said the journey to the playoffs starts with a single win. I believe that is one of his more apt sayings, one of Confucius's uh, most adhered to wisdoms throughout the ages. 
No doubt about it. NFL Pack Boy. What's up? I just love when people say, What's up, Nags? What's up? How you doing? Thanks for checking out the stream. Dylan, thank you for the super chat. Is the Lions Stadium a good one to go to? Eh, it's all right. It's pretty antiseptic. I mean, it's cool if you're a Lions fan, I guess, but the game day, it's a weird, it's in a weird neighborhood and it's I mean, it's not like there's not like tons of tailgating. Um, I don't know. For me, it's never really kind of done it. But, hey, if there are Packers fans there and the Packers are playing, that's always a good time. Well, at least usually. But, yeah, I wouldn't say there's anything that's like, you got to get to Ford Field if you're an NFL fan. I've never really felt that sentiment or heard that sentiment from anyone else. Um, Will, thanks for the super chat. Did you see the Sam Shields interview about his struggles post-retirement? Really sad stuff. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, really, really tough stuff um, coming from Sam. And, you know, during his playing days, given all the concussions he suffered and repeatedly going back out there, it, I, I can't say I'm surprised. And it sucks because every one of these dudes taking the field are taking monumental, gigantic risks with their long-term health. And now some guys, you know, live a fine life and have a very, very not without pain or not without injury issues or what have you. But some guys, you know, come out the other end and they're they're somewhat, you know, relatively comparatively. All right. Um, but then there are guys like Sam. I mean, hell, Don Mikowski. Read about Don Mikowski. Read about Lynn Dickey. Those guys are going through hell on a daily basis. You know, and it sure seems like Sam is hit that spot as well. And that is fucking sad. And that is why it is so important when they have these CBA negotiations and they talk about how they're going to take care of players. And at least Sam is, is in a good spot in the sense of um, at least the idea of trying to take care of guys post-retirement has been broached and talked about and somewhat kind of augmented here in the latest um, labor talks. But I mean, you talk about those guys pre early nineties, they are in the worst spot because the NFL simply does not care and neither does the players union. So yeah, the Sam Shields interview, if you haven't seen it, I know I've seen a couple of people on Twitter say, don't watch it. It's too tough. I'm no, I think everyone should watch it. I think it's a real good idea for NFL fans to remember what these guys are going through as far as their you know potential long-term issues. It's no joke, man. I think, uh, you know, shout out to Sam for being real about it too. You know, he didn't, it'd be real easy to stay away from the public light, to stay away from the public eye. And I think it's, a, he does everyone who's in the NFL and coming into the NFL in the future a service by speaking up. Vex, thanks for the super chat. The decision to refuse to move on from Aaron Rodgers is understandable, but it's hurting this franchise. Ooh, ooh that's a can of worms right there, Vex. And there's a reason. There's a reason the last Packer transplants last season after the playoff loss was titled at some point it's time to move on. You guys know if you've watched this channel for any length of time, Corey and I were very much of the opinion that it was time to rip the Band-Aid off and start a new chapter. And I'm not saying I saw this coming because I certainly didn't. But I never thought in a million years it would get this bad for losses in a row to an Aaron Rodgers-led football team, that's pretty damn unheard of. Coming off two 
back-to-back MVP seasons. And it's pretty clear the Packers thought, well, you know, Matt Scheme, Aaron at QB, we can at least make it work while we're figuring things out. The defense will be better, et cetera. None of that has transpired. Absolutely none of it. And I think everybody in that building needs to uh, take a look in the mirror for their part in it. Jerry, thanks for the super chat. First time catching you live. How would Rogers retirement put Packers in a financial bind? Thanks, Jerry. I, I can't give you the numbers off the top of my head, and I'm not going to bore everybody by doing a Google search right now. But I would ask you to go to Twitter and search Ken Ingles' Twitter feed, and just put Ken's handle and Rogers retirement, and you'll see some of the stark problems that arise if he were to retire. I mean, there's really no good options other than Rogers plays for the Packers next year financially. Um, but yeah, it's, it won't be pretty if he retires. Uh, yep. Rogers and Brady stated you're too long. Gary, you might be right. Thirsty beach. What's up? I haven't seen you in a while. Hope to see Hill on Sunday. He has been fun to watch at times. Uh, he's a talented guy. No question about it. Now, I don't know how much, if at all, we'll see him from scrimmage, but it'll be nice to see him get back out there. I, you know, I think the assumption is like, yeah, you put him back on kick returns, but man, given the severity of the injury he suffered on kick return last year, I mean, if you're Kylan Hill, do you want to go back on kick return? I mean, I know he doesn't really have a choice, but maybe that's a tough mental hurdle to get over. Uh, This is for whoever it was on Discord who said they couldn't wait to watch me uh, or listen to me sip uh, some carry the G beer and then um, smack my lips or mm, say mm, into the microphone. So here you go. This is for you. Mm, so good. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver. It's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So, so good. Good stuff. Um, Brandon. Braden, sorry. Thank you for the super chat. Pass rush is not existent. Why not send guys like Jair or Amos and blitz packages? Gary can't do it all. Get creative. I don't know. I don't buy the pass rush is non-existent. I understand that it's frustrating coming off that Buffalo game, but they have gotten to the quarterback. Um, and they have gotten around the quarterback, affected the quarterback. There were a couple of times, including the touchdown to Diggs, where Josh Allen is literally getting hit as he throws it. I, I'm not dismissing the idea of getting a little bit more creative with your pass rush. But, you know, at the end of the day, like just the send guys is a little bit of a problem. And that's what Barry started to do at the end of the Washington game. And Washington did a really nice job of making sure that Heineke had an outlet. There were a couple of heavy pressure blitzes where they sent extra guys, some from, sometimes from the secondary, sometimes from the linebacker level, and all they had is a guy, either was a tight end or a back, do you know that initial block and then leak out into the flat and oh, nice easy completion, or have a shallow crosser underneath. Thank you very much. There's a danger when you send guys. You got to you, you got to be judicious about it. Um, I, again, I understand what you're saying, and I don't discount the idea to wanting to be and it sure sounds like and feels like maybe the guys on defense are saying some similar things but there's a danger there ask bob sloak about that um alan thanks for the super chat next first time i've disagreed with you goot reports to the shareholders as well as his boss we deserve some comment even a pr statement (laughs) alan that's adorable sorry the shareholders the shareholders you knew what you signed up for when you bought that share. It gives you zero, zero, zero when it comes to running the football team. Are you signing? Are you signing Goot's check? This is breaking news. Sorry, I don't mean to be so over the top here, but yeah, no. Uh, he does not report to shareholders in any way, shape, or form. And if you think he does, I'm sorry that you got into this under false pretense because apparently that's what you did. Oh, what else we got? TKM. Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for your super chat. What happened to the dog search? Did it become a cat? Where at? When Carrion Wines want to know. Pappies. Yeah, it, it, it has morphed. It is ongoing. Uh, Olive will have something to report probably by the holiday. We'll see. We will see. New York Cheesehead, I talked about this on Beer and Ball. I'm glad you brought it up. They have to do something to stop the run. Could we put TJ Slayton and Kenny Clark on the field together on an early down? Please, please. Let those big men rumble, man. Because here's the thing. Here's the problem, right? You can have all the talent in the world on the back end, which the Packers do. But if you're continuously able to operate in second and manageable and third and short, like most teams are because they know they can pop off a five, six-yard run every time, 
I mean, the first series of the game is the one time like the Packers actually rose up when somebody ripped off like that very first run, you know, six, seven yards. And then the Packers got off the field on second and third down and they actually forced a punt. That is very rare that that happens, especially with this team. More often than not, you get into second and short, you're cooking with gas as an offense. So, yeah, those early down runs have got, got to get stopped. They got to do something. Well, that's run blitz and more. I don't know, but whatever it is, they got to find the solution there because that is hurting them big time. Vex, thanks for the super chat. Also, Andy Herman justifiably asked what coaching staff did this offseason. Sure, not getting the most out of the players. Yeah, I mean, we're going to praise the staff when they're, you know, tackling well, which they were under Barry that initial year, first year. And if, you know, the guys on offense are playing well and gelling and and working like a finely tuned unit, if we're going to give praise to the staff in that regard, then, yeah, I think the staff is fair game to say, what the is going on here you know it's it's troubling to see a lack of progression from so many guys and guys that you paid and guys that you were counting on take a step back whether that's Devondre Campbell Rasul Douglas got like Royce Newman who really seemed to improve all last year and just never could get out of his own way this season I don't know man Alan again Obviously, he doesn't report to us officially. <laughs> yes, indeed. Correct. But we certainly pro- provided, I think you mean. A lot of cash, just a courtesy would be nice. <laughs> hey, man, look, I've, I've fought this battle for years, and I've always said the Packers love to play on the fact that they are the, quote, only publicly owned team. But they know that's not true in the sense of they don't have to actually answer to anybody who buys those shares. You know? Yes. Would it be nice? Sure. It'd be nice. But nice doesn't win championships. Nice doesn't win football games. It, it Like, that is immaterial of whether it would be nice or not. You know? I feel you, though, man. I feel you. You feel a little taken for granted, right? I talked about this so many times back in the day. And I remember when Wallers, the head of PR, got first got the job. He, he, gave, he would get prickly about it. But it's like, yeah, well, you spend all this time in this framing about, as a franchise, oh, we're owned by the fans, but yet take the fans for granted at many, many turns. You know? So, yeah, the, the Gutekunst thing, I'm not surprised. Now, on the flip side, man, if they had made a move, yes, it makes sense for him to talk. Well, what's he going to say? We didn't make a move. Next question. Why didn't you make a move? We tried. We offered a second for Clay, Chase Claypool. Okay. End of end of uh, <laughs> end of press conference. Like it's just I don't understand what people are so disjointed about in that regard. Like, it's, it's weird to me. Uh, what else we got? Sammy was single covered all day with absolutely zero safety help in Buffalo and got open maybe one time. Very disappointing year from him. Whew, Jay, that's a tough, that's a, that's a tough grader we got here. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't, uh, an exemplary performance, but I would, 
I would quibble with a zero safety help at all times and B that he never got open. I think sometimes Aaron was just looking another, another side of the field. Um, and he also didn't seemingly have too many plays called for him. Um, but yeah, I mean, caught that nice third down catch. First third down conversion that led to my first shot of the night. But Outside of that, yeah, you would expect in a situation like that, maybe he'd be a little bit more productive and get a few more opportunities at least. But for whatever reason, that literally didn't seem to be the game plan. Now, you also have to factor into the fact factor into the mix that they were running the ball a lot. Do you want them trying to get Sammy involved or get Aaron Jones involved? I know where I sat. I know where I'm at. Fans should go after the board of directors. No, they shouldn't. Y'all are crazy. One little tough, rough patch, and you all lose your minds. The board of directors is there to make sure that the franchise survives and operates, not like hire and fire the coach after a four-game losing streak. Y'all need to pump the brakes. (laughs) Uh... Out elect anomaly says it right. Nobody is walking away from 50 million. Rogers isn't retiring. Got of here. <laughs> I, I feel you. I totally feel you. We need BJ Raji back, Daniel. Now you're talking. Uh, thank you for all you do. Thank you, Jake. Thanks for checking out the stream, man. Ed, thanks again for the super chat. Are you guys saying Goot doesn't call you? You know, he should. He really should. Man, for all the slings and arrows I take for that guy online, he 100% should be calling me. Hello, Packers fans. I was online after all the inactivity on trade deadline day. Where was Goot? No, he definitely does not call me. (laughs) Will, shots this week again? Hell no. Hell no. Okay, first of all, I'm never doing that again. But B, this week against that defense? Third down conversion shots? No thanks. I choose life. My lord. This team is not built for chuck and duck offense. You ain't lying. It's built to pound the rock and work off play action. It'd be nice if Matt and Aaron recognized that. I loved Aaron Rodgers at his locker yesterday. If you haven't watched, go watch his interview yesterday at his locker. When he says, you know, oh, we're human. We see stuff. We hear stuff. We we know. We finally got the ball to Aaron Jones. Like, okay, one, I know you're kind of joking, but why did it take eight damn weeks? God, Lord. Driving me nuts. I can always count on Mick Knight to give me a Yash Nyman's developing comment. Thank you, buddy. Really appreciate it. It was entertaining last week with drunk nags. Oh, man. Never again. Never again. <laughs> That was a rough one. It wasn't even the night was fine. The morning, that was rough. That was, that was not great. Uh, all right, everybody. You, YouTube chat is losing their mind. Yeah, you ain't lying. All right, buddy. I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor and hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we're devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go. 